What's up, everybody? Back again to break down some college football post-Thanksgiving a little bit, uh, as I mentioned on the last show, bittersweet as we approach the last kind of main college football slate outside of uh, conference championship weekend, which will be next weekend. So before we get into today, or I guess Saturday's slate, hopefully you're watching before that, doing some research before, uh, you know, you start indulging yourself on a food coma slash a drink coma, whatever tickles your fancy, uh, please hit that thumbs up button. Please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Helps the channel a ton, helps us a lot, allows us to do more content, allows us to dedicate more time to hopefully be bringing you some free winners uh in the dfs streets and fantasy streets so please do that that helps a lot uh, let's go ahead and dive into this main slate it is going to be a good one um the first thing that jumps out if you're playing DraftKings on saturday and you're looking at the slate holy crap there are some very expensive players on this one we have the premium of all premium it's like DraftKings was waiting all year long to put uh, all these guys on the same slate, and we got it. So there's going to be some some serious decisions that have to be made here. Um, and let me help you try to navigate navigate that when building your lineups. But first, let's go through all the games that are on this slate. We have Pittsburgh going to Duke, where Duke is a six and a half point home favorite. We then have Kentucky going to Louisville in a rivalry matchup here. Why they call it rivalry weekend? Louisville is a seven point home favorite with a fifty and a half team total or game total. Houston goes to UCF, where UCF is a 13-and-a-half-point home favorite, 61 total in that game. Texas A&M goes down to the Bayou. They play LSU, where LSU is an 11-and-a-half-point home favorite, 66 total in that one. Ohio State goes to Michigan, the game that we've all been waiting for, three-and-a-half-point favorite for the Wolverines at home. Navy plays SMU, where SMU is 18-and-a-half-point home favorite. Colorado goes to Utah, where the Utes are a 22-point home favorite, 52 total in that one. We then had BYU goes to Oklahoma State, 17-point home favorite Oklahoma State is with a 56-and-a-half game total on that. Arizona, 11-point road, road favorites going to Arizona State. Vanderbilt, huge road dog where Tennessee is 27-point home favorite, 56-and-a-half total there. Alabama and the Iron Bowl is a 14 and a half point road favorite. Jeez. And then Washington State goes to Washington in the Apple Cup. Massive 60 and a eight, 68 and a half game total where Washington is a 16 and a half point home favorite. So as I mentioned, there are a lot, and when I mean a lot of guys who are high priced on this slate. I think that's the first thing that jumps out when you're looking at it, right? Um, if you're looking at quarterbacks, I mean, the guy that jumps out, obviously, is Jaden Daniels, who has gone for 60-plus DraftKings points. see if he can continue things here on Saturday uh, against AM. And then you've got Michael Penix, also really expensive. He is at home in a good uh, matchup. So there's, like I said, there's a lot of decisions that are going to need to be made here. Um, I'm going just to pull up the slate here on DraftKings, and it is not working. 
So that's an awesome start here to this breakdown. But uh, yeah, I think so. Going back to it, there's going to be some decisions that have to be made. You have those two up top at quarterback, and then you've got a guy who I think is one of my favorite plays on the slate with Jalen. The reason why he's one of my favorites is one, we shouldn't be dealing with much weather down there in Auburn. Uh, number two, I think either way, Milro is kind of game proof in a sense in this matchup. I think Jalen Dan Daniels has potentially a tougher matchup against Texas A&M, right? Their defense is probably the best of the three in this, in this weekend for the high priced quarterbacks. So I'm not saying that he's going to get shut down by any means, but I do think he will have the greatest resistance. If that makes sense. Um, we just saw Auburn lose to what New Mexico state at home. So I think either way, a Alabama blows out Auburn in case Jalen Monroe gets home or B I think, they they absolutely make this a close game. We've seen iron bowls get weird in the past, in which case Jalen Milrow is going to get four quarters here, and he's going to be the focal point of the Alabama offense. So I think either way, he is pretty uh, kind of game-proof. Again, I think he's got the easiest matchup and the clearest path to getting major points on this one. Penix, I want to look at what the weather is going to look like in Washington on Saturday. I have not dug into that, so – if you say weather's going to be perfect, I think he's in a great spot. So I would probably rank him point per dollar right now. Milrow, Pen Penix, Daniels. Again, Penix is going to be dependent on weather. Daniels is a fantastic play, but 11K is expensive. And if you're going to stack him up with any of his pass catchers, it gets really expensive and tough to do. So, you know, 11K, 10-4, 9,500. I like Milra at 9,500 just for some of the other pieces I'm able to jam in my lineups there. Um, if you go down a little bit, I think some people are going to play Cam Ward, 8,800. In my opinion, I'm just going to find the 700 to play Milra if I'm going to go up that high. Um, I think two guys that are going to be a little bit popular this weekend, and rightfully so, you look at the game totals in this one, John Brees Plumley, 8,200. And the other side of that game, Donovan Smith, 8,200. I think both those guys are fine. I think that game could absolutely get lit um, and take off. Definitely what we want to see in these type matchups is, you know, a game where we could see a shootout, right? UCF and Houston has all the makings of that. I think if you look at it a little bit more too, going down, I think Noah Fafita is in a really good spot for Arizona. We just saw Bo Nix absolutely light these guys up and what he scored five first half touchdowns against them. I'm not expecting him to go Bo Nix on these guys, but again, the point being that Arizona State's got awful and I think we could see some fireworks out in the desert this weekend. Go down a little bit further. I think Alan Bowman's a fine play for Oklahoma State at 7,100. I think the one guy that you got to look at is Bryson Barnes, who's been just absolutely fair these last few weeks. Um, if you look at it, where is he? Where is Bryson Barnes? All the way down here. Number one, he gets a Colorado team that can't stop anybody. So that's number one. Last three games against Arizona, Washington, and Arizona State, he has gone for 28, 20, and 28. At 7,100, that's pretty damn good. They're actually letting Bryson Barnes throw the ball too, which for Utah is pretty wild. Against Arizona last week, I know they were trailing. 53 attempts is nuts. Outside of that, 30 attempts, 28 attempts, that's pretty good like for a Utah team. Um, and this is without um, our boy in you know, his ninth year who's not playing quarterback for them. So – for winning him to trust this kid uh, is pretty interesting. Um, I think, again, 7,100, great matchup. I think he's someone who could be considered here, especially if you need to find someone cheap to pair with uh, Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix. Just something to kind of think about. And then I think the other one you got to consider is either Max Johnson or Jalen Henderson 
whoever's going to start at quarterback for Texas A&M. Look, they've got good weapons. Um, I, and LSU can't stop anybody. Like, that's just, it's just a fact at this point. Like, they cannot stop anybody, especially through the past. So I think Max Johnson, Jalen Henderson are definitely interesting. In my opinion, I think if you're playing Jaden Daniels, you want to potentially look to one of these guys, whoever's starting, because, again, you're playing Jalen Jaden Daniels at 11K because you have to get that ceiling, right? Like, we're talking 45, 50-plus points. If you need him to get that, you have to get AM to score some points, right? If this game's 30 to nothing at halftime, I don't think Jaden Daniels gets there. So you got to play this game in hopes that this thing shoots out, um, not, you know, potentially game stack this thing. So that's how I'm kind of thinking about this game uh, if I'm going to go there. So I think Jalen Henderson or Max Johnson are definitely in play for me. Those are kind of the main quarterbacks that I'm going to be looking at. Look, I know that's a lot of them uh, to consider. Again, it's just all how you want to construct your lineup this week. Um, there's a lot of high price guys, as I keep saying, Ollie Gordon over a running back is 9K. You go over to the receiver position. I mean, we've got four guys over 8K, which is really expensive. Five guys, if you count Jalen Polk at 7,900, who could blow this slate up, right? Malik Neighbors, we've seen him do it multiple times. Marvin Harrison, tough matchup, but the guys, Roma Dunes, uh, absolutely incredible. I think you got Thomas for LSU potentially could get a 30 point game here. Polk could get a 30 point game here. There is a lot of guys up here that you pay for. And it's, it's going to be tough, man. And especially if you want to pay up at quarterback, it's tough to fit these guys in, right? And have a very balanced and strong lineup. Um, there is a way to do it, which I'll get to. And this is at the running back position. So I mentioned Ollie Gordon, Oklahoma State 9K. He returned back to form last week, 44 or 45 DraftKings points, whatever he went for. Um, the dude's had a phenomenal season. Uh, it was good to see him get back at it. And I think he's in a really good spot here to do it again. Uh, 9K is expensive, though. Once again, if you want to pay up for Daniels or Penix or Milrow, man, it starts to become tough because if you get Ollie Gordon, that means you're sacrificing probably at the receiver position most likely. Um, moving down, I am going to take some shots on Travian Henderson this week for Ohio State, 7,300. Look, we know Michigan is fantastic. They're incredible, but um, amazing players sometimes are just absolutely bulletproof. I have to think that Michigan is telling themselves we are not going to let Marvin Harrison Jr. dominate this game. I think Travion Henderson is going to have opportunities, and we've seen him do it before, where he could break off a few very long 50, 60-yard runs and change this game. If Ohio State's going to win, they're going to need Henderson to absolutely carry the bell cow role in this one. So I'm going to take some shots. I think he gets the ball 20 plus times in this matchup. Um, and you got to hope he breaks one. And I think he can. Uh, if you're going to go down a hundred bucks, I do think RJ Harvey is probably a better play. Henderson is much more of a tournament play. RJ Harvey is in a good matchup. 7,200 has been really solid for UCF. Um, I think if you go down even further, you know, because again, my, my goal this week is to get high price and pay up for a receiver, ideally at least one quarterback. So those are the guys that I would consider high up at running back or expensive. Logan Diggs for LSU at 5,600, if he comes back as a way to kind of get some leverage off Daniels, hopefully he can pop a few in. And if you're not playing Daniels, you're in a good spot, man. If he can take away some of that touchdown equity from, from him, I think that's a really interesting play. We'll see if Diggs suits up. He's expected to play on Saturday, but we'll see. Uh, Jaquin and Jackson, Utah is in a really good spot, 5,300. Once again, Colorado can't stop anybody. 
Um, I think, you know, we just need to hope he stays healthy, right? If he plays the whole game and he's getting you 15, 18 touches, I think he definitely has the opportunity to hit major value in this one. Jalen Wright for Tennessee. We saw the home run hitting ability last week versus Georgia. Um, first play of the game, what do you take at 75 yards or something like that? 5,200 is a good price for him. But the two guys I have interest in this week are LJ Johnson for SMU. He's at 4,800. And Aiden Robbins for BYU, 4,100. Both of these guys have pretty good matchups here. They are seemingly moving into that bell cow role for both of their teams, and they are cheap. The biggest you know, reason why I like them. Um, 4,800, 4,100, that allows you to do a lot with your roster, whether you want to pay a double at quarterback or get you know one of these big stacks, whether it be LSU or Washington um, or something like that. So I think LJ Johnson and Aiden Robbins probably are going to be pretty popular this week, guys, but I think they're pretty good plays. Uh, good chalk, as they would say in the industry. Um, moving over to the receiver position. Look, I just hit on uh, neighbors, Harrison, uh, Rome, and Polk all up there with Brian Thomas. Look, my bold call, we, I think one of these guys absolutely smashes. I think Harrison is the best of the bunch in the toughest matchup. I think neighbors and Brian Thomas, one of those guys is going to have a really good game. A&M's good, but they're not going to stop these guys completely. And if that weather holds up in Washington, I could see Rome or Polk absolutely blowing this thing up as well. So you're going to have to draw a line in the sand a little bit, pick one of these guys. And that's why I said earlier, um, I would probably pick, you know, if you're playing three lineups, let's say, I would just pick one lineup for an LSU stack. I would pick one for a Washington stack. Um, and just kind of hope and pray and try to get Harrison into one. Because if one of these guys goes for 40-plus points with their quarterback of choice, man, you might be in some trouble if you don't have it. So you better hope you pick right, um, and it should be a fun slate because of that. Moving down to the receivers that I like on this slate, uh, McMillan, obviously for Arizona, the guy's been fantastic. If you're playing that Arizona Vita stack, I think he's definitely your go-to guy. Uh, at least he will be for me. I think Lincoln Victor for Washington State is a great bring back. He has been awesome for uh, Washington State. Travis Hunter for Colorado, 6,400, I think is a really good play. Javon Baker for UCF, 6K. Brennan Presley for Oklahoma State at 59 is solid. Joseph Manjack for Houston at 59 is solid. I think Elijah Badger is in a good matchup here. Arizona State is your bring back there. I think Anaya Smith for A&M is my preferred guy over Evan Stewart. He's just been more consistent this year, but I wouldn't fault you for going to either guy against LSU. Devon Vele for Utah has been awesome quietly these last couple of weeks. I'm not sure why he's 5K, especially against Colorado. He's probably going to be one of my core plays this week on the slate. He's just too cheap for what he's been producing. I think Cade Stover is a very interesting play for Ohio State. Again, Michigan is a very good defense, but they're going to have to allocate resources to stop Harrison. They're going to have to stop Emeka Ibuka. They're going to have to stop Travion Henderson. I think Stover is kind of a forgotten guy, especially in the red zone. I could see Kate Stover popping two into the end zone here this weekend. So Kate Stover for me is a really good play at 4,500. I think Ramel Keaton, I didn't really talk about Tennessee. Um, I just don't really love, uh, what's his name, Jaden, uh, I'm totally blanking here. Let me get this right because I don't want this coming back to my face all over the internet. Um, how do I forget this guy's name? Uh, Joe Milton. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he's in a great matchup versus Vanderbilt. Four touchdown favorite at home. Uh, yeah, Tennessee's very much in play, but I think Milton 7,500. Yeah, I, I think he's a decent play. I didn't really talk about him. Um, 
he's just been pedestrian, mediocre, even in smash matchups and games that they've absolutely crushed in. You know, he's hit 30 points twice this season. Okay, like he can get there, but I, I don't know. Uh, I'd rather just line up a few of his receivers if I can. Um, he's got Squirrel White at 5,700. I didn't really talk about, but Ramel Keaton at 4,300, I think is probably my preferred, preferred play here just to get some exposure to this Tennessee team who should blow them out and score a lot of points at a cheap price tag. So for me, and then I think if you really need someone in the three Ks, Rivaldo Fairweather for Auburn 3,700 is probably my favorite. So once again, guys, good luck on the slate. This should be an awesome weekend for DFS and college football. Um, I wish I had, you know, more, more insight for you on this. Again, I'm going to be taking some shots on Ohio State here. I think this is the game that they kind of get over the hump and win this one on Saturday. Um, I think just with everything swirling around the Michigan program, it's going to be a lot. I think Ohio State is just too talented offensively, and their defense has been playing really good this year. I think they find a way to get it done. Um, so I think Travion Henderson, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., one of those guys is going to – one of those guys, Kate Stover potentially – you could see getting the box twice and kind of be the, the X factor in this one. So I'm going to take some shots there. But again, I think LSU, Washington, Alabama, that UCF Houston game, the Arizona side, Utah side, man, there's a lot of really good spots on this slate. So you're going to have to, again, kind of just come up with your own um, formula in a sense of how you want to attack this slate. Um, once again, my advice would be going to um, – you know, sit there and kind of develop a plan. If you're playing three lineups or whatever, I would just kind of decide on your three favorite spots and just go all in on those stacks and hope that your stack is the one that outscores the other one. Um, that's how I'm going to try to play it. I think it's too tough on this slate to try to get pieces um, of both of, the, of all these games, because once again, you've got Washington that's got multiple guys that could get there. You've got Ohio State, multiple guys that can get there. I think Arizona's got multiple guys. Uh, Washington State's got multiple guys. Uh, LSU's got multiple guys. So you could build a balanced lineup and get a little bit of everything. Um, you know, like Brian Thomas is the one that gets there, you know, versus neighbors or, um, you know, Polk versus uh, Rome. You know, like there's a lot of really interesting and weird ways this can happen, but Hopefully I provide you guys with a few pay down options at running back, uh, a few pay down guys at quarterback if you want to go that way, a few pay down options at receiver, and then you kind of ride the lightning and try to get that stack that you really want in there. So good luck to everybody. Hopefully I see you at the top of the leaderboards this weekend. Once again, uh, appreciate you tuning in. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, spend time with families. Uh, be thankful for college football because this is kind of a, the, the stretch run of what we got for awesome games. And I will see you. Uh, next week for conference championship week. Tune into our NFL show that should be coming out either this evening or tomorrow. Good luck, and we'll see you next time. Peace.